Welcome to the Daniel Artest Podcast, powered by X versus X Sports and 265 Media. Today, I have a special guest. Um, I have Chelsea Phillips, aka Ball Barbie, a basketball player. And we're just going to talk about, you know, her basketball background and what she's doing right now and some X versus X stuff. So, Chelsea, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good. Just want to say thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, actually, this is funny because this is my first time doing the podcast for X versus X, and you're the first guest. So, yes, I'm such an honor. It. Yeah, I'm, lo- <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loving the vibes right now. You know, um, me and my brother uh, Meta decided to, you know, partner up on a podcast, and um, I have my own podcast, the Daniel Ortiz podcast, obviously, and I just decided to, you know, just you know, partner with him on talking to, you know, different X versus X players and pretty much, you know, talk about their basketball background. So tell us more about yourself, where you're from and your love for the game. Let's see. Uh, I'm Chelsea Phillips. I'm 23 years old and I'm from Carson, California. Uh, I first started playing basketball actually pretty late. I was in ninth grade and I realized I was not getting any shorter. Also, my cousin was the coach at my school and she graduated from UCLA and played on the basketball team as well. Um, So I started playing in ninth grade. I was not good at all. Every layup was a miss. It was quite embarrassing, but I knew uh, I just kept working at it that I would, you know, become something. So 10th grade, I wasn't good, but I was developing skill and athleticism, which is pretty cool. By uh, my junior year, I transferred to a different school. Um, I transferred from New Millennium Secondary School, which was actually attached to the mall at the time. Obvious reasons, it got shut down. Mm -hmm. And I transferred to Rancho Dominguez, which is borderline Long Beach and Carson. And I played there for two years. And by my senior year, that's when I realized like, okay, maybe I do like basketball and maybe I am good at it. So um, I got a full ride scholarship to Park University, which is an NAIA school in Missouri. Okay. Um, I winded up actually hurting myself there, uh, messing up, you know, some things with my Achilles and then tendonitis, and I wasn't able to really tap into the player that I felt that I should have developed into being. Um, and so after that year, I came home and I stopped playing basketball and got into runway modeling, actually. Oh, wow. okay. And but I never stopped playing. I was always in the gym, like playing at Twenty Four Hour Fitness against the guys and. With just that, my skill developed a ton. And uh, by 2019, I was like, okay, I need to find a trainer because I think I'm trying to take this all the way. So yeah, 2020 came and I was going to go to El Camino um, Torrance, but then COVID shut everything down. And I really just got, you know, beside myself. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a trainer and I'm going to try and go straight overseas because obviously the school route right now is not going to be possible for me because at the time I felt academically, I would not um, be able to keep up and I didn't want to kill my hopes like that. Yes. So um, yeah, I started training in Chasquiz with Robert Valentine and that was actually the best decision because my game has expanded since um, I think I started training in about May. And ever, from May until now, my game has expanded more than I've ever seen, more than any of my coaches I've ever seen and any other trainer has ever seen. So it's pretty cool. Um, I played in the WUBA right. um, this season in San Jose. And we finished, well, we had one more game left in the season before COVID shut everything down again. And 
yeah, I got accepted to play on the um, all-star team, which was pretty cool. And I had double doubles, like most of my games and it really just kind of boosted my confidence. So now, you know, I'm trying to step into the, uh, the world of becoming a professional basketball player and going overseas. And hopefully after that, the WNBA, we'll see what that brings. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. Um, you know, we got to the same similar path because uh, I was in junior college and I decided not to go to a four year school because I was like, you know, academically, I probably won't I probably won't get it because I was a late transfer. And I was just like, right. I'm out of here. I went to an overseas tryout yeah. during winter break and I, I, I ain't come back. <laughs> Man, know? Yeah, that sounds familiar. <laughs> so I, I think that, you know, since you locked in on it, so I think that you should fully, you know, fully, fully go for it and stuff. So as a youth. Um, who do you develop? I mean, who do you give credit to for your training as you was coming up into the game before you met your current trainer now? Before I met my current trainer, you know, I had a lot of coaches that, you know, taught me a lot of things. But I would say my high school coach when I was in um, when I was at Rancho Dominguez, uh, Kendrick Tolliver, we call him Coach Box. He was definitely the reason why I didn't quit basketball. Because I think every year that I was in high school, I was like, oh, I'm not doing this next year. Like, oh, this is a wrap. This is not for me, but he really pushed me to like uh, be the best individual that I can be. It wasn't just about basketball. It was also always like life lessons. And it was always like, uh, you know, perfecting myself as a person versus, you know, just an athlete. Um, so, yeah, I would give a lot of credit to him. Also, he's like he's still in my life right now as far as like coaching and mentoring and all that type of stuff. So yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> Box, thank you. <laughs> How much, how important is having a mentor, especially in, in in this game? I think it's very important because there's a lot of trials and tribulations that come. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of emotional, there's a lot of emotional upsets that come with basketball, like ups and downs. And, uh, you know, as a growing woman, like, I feel like I need somebody in my corner that's either, you know, been there or just been through, you know, life's struggles, you know, to help guide me and encourage me, you know, let me know that, that I can make it. So I think it's very important. Yeah, exactly. I agree. I agree. It's funny because, you know, a lot of people, they see me, they see Meta, you know what I mean? We brothers and stuff like that, but I never really yeah. had a mentor in the game. You know what I mean? I, I learned oh, how to play okay. basketball on my own. You know, all the stories you heard of, you know, Meta or Ron, whichever you want to yeah. call him, Um, you know, with my father, they shoveling in the snow and playing basketball and stuff like that. I was busy right. learning how to play basketball in a trash can. You know, I like, I'm a self. <laughs> That's a gift though. That's a gift. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a self-made self player. And, it, and it, it, But it's always good to have that mentor because they can teach you something that they probably went through, you know? Right. Um, I went exactly. through a lot. I went through a lot trying to learn it on my own. And like, I wish I had that mentor, somebody I can lean on, you know what I mean? To be like, hey, don't go to, don't go this route, go this route. You know what I mean? Like even when I left to go play basketball after my sophomore right. year in junior college, and I had mm -hmm. a four year scholarship from Lamar University to D1, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I said, no, I'm gonna take the money. Maybe that wasn't the best idea. Maybe you go get the mm -hmm. education and stuff because education takes you further than basketball. I was thinking short. Instead of thinking Absolutely, long yeah. game, so those, you know, what I mean, it's, yeah. very, it's, it's very important to have a, men, a mentor. So, um, you said you went to uh, Park University NAIA. So, tell us about the college experience. Oh, so my college experience was definitely um, um, a couple thousand steps up <laughs> from high school, especially because the high school that I was at, we weren't really a high division, and we're probably—I'm not even gonna lie to you—Division Five A. <laughs> 
So uh, pretty deep down in the trenches. Um, but when I got to college, I really had to like, um, I really had to step up as far as, you know, developing IQ, uh, skill work, and even just in the classroom, even just, just emotional things. Cause I was far away from home. I've never been outside of, you know, California on my own. So, you know, going that far was already a struggle. Um, then things like communication, knowing how to communicate with coaches and assistant coaches and team managers and all this new things that when I was in high school, we, we didn't have any of like um, a lot of the things that a lot of, well, what can I say? A lot of ways that the bigger high schools and um, the high schools with the better athletic programs, a lot of things that they had, we didn't have. So we kind of had to make do with what we had. And when I got to college, they had those things. I didn't even know how to use it. For instance, like the weight room in high school, I was <laughs> rarely in the weight room. I was probably in there maybe two days <laughs> out of my high school experience, um, you know, actually putting in work. So when I got there, like that was a huge struggle for me personally, being in the weight room, I probably cried um, every time I was in there just because mm. I struggled emotionally, physically. And I, you know, I felt weaker than all the other girls because they came from, you know, top high schools where they were already bench pressing 125 pounds and I'm here lifting the bar. Mm. So um, also I had a lot of things going on back at home as far as like the death of my grandmother and my uncle getting sick that just, you know, weighed a ton on me and I didn't have anybody out there to really support me. I just had my parents over the phone. So yeah. that was a lot as well as the weather. There was so many things that just like really tapped into you know, had a huge role psychologically and weighing mentally down on me that, um, you know, almost took me out the game, but. <laughs> so so yeah. was there like a point where like you got stronger? Cause obviously you did, you end up getting stronger. Right. You end up playing better. Cause as you get stronger, you get to play better. You get to go through your moves and everything more, you know? So right. like, when was it, when did you realize like in college, like, okay, cool. I'm not going to give up. All right, I can actually do this. Uh, my teammates really had my back. I was probably the youngest at the time. Um, there were other freshmen that came in with me, but I was significantly younger than they were. Mm. Um, but everybody kind of took me under their wing and kind of encouraged me and pushed me instead of acting like the teammates that are like, oh, well, you know, you're not going to take my spot. You're not going to walk in here 6'2 and think that you're going to steal my shine. They were actually mm. uplifting me to become, um, you know, a better player. And that actually helped me get better and get stronger because it encouraged me. It, it made me want to get stronger for them. It's not even for myself or for like for the coach or for the game. Yeah. I wanted to get better for them. Hmm. That's cool, man. That's cool. And, that, and that's what I love about women's basketball because y'all have great camaraderie, you know? Um, Absolutely. I remember, I remember like when I used to be a practice player for the WNBA and with the Indiana Fever, and like just seeing what they did at the end of all practice, it was always like some team, some team thing only. Some you know, type it was of bond, like, yeah. Yeah, the bond, the bond was awesome. You know, what I mean, that's why yes. I, I'm a big fan of women's basketball. That's why I, I wanted you on this on this podcast. That's you know what I'm saying because I really it's it's it's, it's your time. You know what I'm yes. saying? I want to yes. ask you a question though. <laughs> I want to ask you a question about women's basketball because now women's basketball is finally it's blowing up a little bit more than it was yes. you know back in the day. So like. And it is, and it's not like you don't have to take a traditional four-year college route, you know, to get exactly. to the WNBA. Now you can get it through, through through different ways now. So tell me, like, how how hard have you been training 
to get ready for this opportunity? Because I know you're going to push it. I know that you're not just playing basketball, you know, just to play. I know there's an end result somewhere. Right. You know what I mean for you. So tell no me how doubt. hard you've been training. Tell me. I, I've been training really hard. Um, you know, COVID shutting everything down, it kind of just <clears throat> made me want to step up. Mm. Um, so, and, and also like with what's going on with the Black Lives Matter, um, you know, racial inequality and everything of that sort, it kind of just made me want to like, okay, it's now or never, like it's time for you to stand up for what you believe in, stand up for what you want to do and go for your goals, chase it down. So um, I've been training really hard. I really wanted to tap into my athleticism because I feel like I have not reached the peak yet. Mm -hmm. I think it was like the beginning of this year or like the end of last year where I was at 24 hour fitness and I realized that I can grab the rim which hey. for you know females it's not it's not too common it's becoming more common now but it's not yeah. too common so when i got to my trainers I, that was probably the first thing i told him was you know i want to dunk so he's definitely been helping me um get my handles together but mm. also just like increase my vert and just really tone in on my athleticism mm. i want to jump higher i want to be the fastest runner i want to you know and and all this at 62 I want to be able to do that. So, yeah. um, yeah, I've been training really hard. I think for like the first five months, I did not miss a day. And after like, <laughs> after like September, one of the guys that I trained with, he was like, Hey, you've been in here every day. And I think you need to take a day break. And <laughs> it really made me mad that I had to take that break. But <laughs> also, you know, I understand the importance of, um, you know, resting and rehabilitation, but I just wanted that bad to where I was in the gym every day. Like, okay, what's next? What's yeah. next? What can I improve on today? What can I work on to make myself better? So yeah, I've been working really hard and the grind does not stop. I'm still working. <laughs> the people can't see me now, but on camera, I'm sweating. <laughs> Just came from a workout because I'm that, I'm that tapped in. That's that's awesome, man. To to really just to 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 lock in and everything like that. So I hope that he's he's also making sure that you train your glutes because your glutes is your biggest muscle, and that's the one that helps you jump, not your calves. Absolutely, you know so, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no. He he actually, I I went in there and thought I knew what I was talking about. I was like, oh yeah, to jump higher, I gotta have this this this. And Robert was like, no, that no, I'm gonna get you right. Listen to me, I'm the trainer. I was like, you know what, you got it. <laughs> and so it's helped a lot, though. I mean, I'm jumping. A a lot higher now haven't dunked yet but it is soon to come i promise you yeah, yeah. well you don't reach your peak athleticism until you're about 25 26 so you know what right. I mean? you keep working you know um that's a goal that you want to do just a, just a, uh, go get it go get it man go Absolutely. get that go get that goal of dunking the ball go get that goal of working on your handles being being the best as you can so you six two are you what you play power forward small forward or are you just trying to be all around um i'm trying to be all around um so when i was in high school I was playing the five when I got to college, I was kind of playing like the four mm -hmm. and the five, but I also have, you know, a shot. I can shoot from the outside. Mm -hmm. um, so as I'm, you know, coming into this world of professionalism, I think I find myself around the four or five position again, which is fine, but I also have the handles to play a guard position if I need to, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So um, I've definitely been in the weight room because I'm a little bit on the scrawny side, but I've, um, I'm holding my own and, um, you know, I've taken on like a new way of eating and everything. I wouldn't really call it a diet because <laughs> all I did was really add a lot of carbs and stuff to my diet and a lot of meats and greens. Okay. Um, but I'm building that muscle so that if I can, you know, play the five, I want to be dominant. I don't want to just be a five because I'm tall. Mm, I want to be able to dominate 
all the you know hefty fives out there. Well, to 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 guard those those that's really more more footwork than anything. You know what I'm saying? Just always right, or just stay moving because sometimes you just gotta tire them out. Like me, I'm six yeah. three, six four. I played power forward center my entire life, and when I realized like how I had so much success at playing power forward and center at only mm-hmm. six three or six four, wherever I am, right. footwork. It matters. Yeah. You know, oh, it, it really, I attack the footwork drills even harder than, than the actual like on court stuff, because I realized right. like, you gotta have that good feet to, cause you know, you gotta go and get your shot block, you know, well me or whatever, get your exactly. shot block or whatever. So I developed tra- non-traditional ways. Like nobody likes the sky hook cause it's ugly. I love it. Uh-huh. That's, my, that's like one of my favorite shots and stuff, you know, nice. um, also, you know, oh, I bully, bully ball. I, <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, <laughs> and that's what I like. I'm the exact opposite. I find my, I find myself, you know, I'm really tall, but you know, as I expand on my game, like mm-hmm. I've I become better at this, but before I did not like contact and I would try to do anything possible um, to take as little contact as possible, even if that meant, let me get down the floor before you did. So like in high school, I would just be like, well, you know, coach, I don't have to worry about her guarding me if I can beat her down the floor. And that's been my mindset to this day. Like to this day, I am probably the tallest and the fastest. Mm. And I sprint down the court just, you know, so that it's easy. I mean, finish the easy ones first, tire them out so that when it comes to the hard work, I'm ready to, you know, tackle that. Exactly. And uh, let that be my game. But yeah, exactly. that's that's probably my favorite part is being this tall, but this fast. That's awesome. So, all right, cool, man. That's that's dope. So who like, but you got to have a great point guard too to recognize that, you know, when you're inbounding that ball, Absolutely. you get that rebound, you're running, you got to have that, that, right. that great point guard to give you that rock and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's where the communication stuff comes in. But that's the yeah. fun part too, because I'm big on communication. I'm very friendly and I'm always, you know, willing to work with my teammates and learn from them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, like, how does this basketball thing now, you know, dealing with messing with the runway model of career that you have going on to as well? Oh, goodness. <laughs> so, I mean, as of right now, the runway, um, the runway part of modeling is a little dead only because, you know, with uh, COVID going on, the makeup artist has to be all in your face. And as, yeah. as far as like dressing and apparel, they have to be all up on you. And, you know, COVID just does not allow for that. So as far as runway, very little is going on. But like with print modeling and um, editorial modeling and commercial modeling, there's a lot that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually find that I'm get, getting more athletic jobs um, and mm-hmm. less like beauty jobs and if it's beauty jobs and it's more of just like you know portrait or of the face or like mm-hmm. makeup brands which is completely fine with me yeah. um if you take one from me I just have the other um so yeah I actually like it because at first I was a little worried about like you know being in the weight room and getting all well I would you know call it to my trainer buff but as he yeah. says it's not me getting buff it's just me you know getting muscle yeah. Um, but I, I, I worried about that at first, but now when I go to the castings and they're like, oh yeah, we like the fact that you're toned and you're this and you look this and you look the athletic build. Now I'm like, okay, well, let yeah. me get back in the weight room so I can get back <laughs> to it. It's, uh, it's physically so actually, impossible. Yeah. It's physically impossible for a woman to get like buff. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's exactly. really, you know, that's like the biggest myth in the in the training realm, you know yeah. what I mean? When for women that don't that never been with a trainer and everything, they'd be like, they don't want to lift yeah. weights because they don't want to get too buff. I'm like, that's that me. you gotta have like testosterone yeah. or something like that to to, to get right to get jacked and stuff. So yeah. <laughs> right. As me, uh, hey, I rarely <laughs> touch the weight room. So yeah, that was my first concern. I was like, I do not want to look like a pit bull or anything out here i just want to be you know defined <laughs> but no it's, it's definitely actually helped me with mm. my modeling career um also like a quick little note like um to walk in heels like your legs have to be pretty muscular and it's definitely improved um my walking skills <laughs> i will say so i'm gonna give a cheat code to everybody out there if you want to learn how to walk in heels get in the weight room <laughs> that will help you out Tremendously. Never miss, never miss leg day, as they say. There you go. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you you played in the um the WUBA, and how was that experience? Well, you say you you made the the All Star team, which is tomorrow. Congratulations on that. Yes. Thank you. Thank so, you. I appreciate that. Yeah, tell us, tell us about um, the season. Let's see. I mean, it was so quick, it was, and I knew it was going to go by super fast too. But um, I feel like I just did not have enough time with. The girls and the coaches, I just loved everyone so much and I wish I could have, you know, spent more time with them. Um, I'd say it was a little difficult only because I was driving from LA to um, San Jose every weekend. Mm -hmm. I would go, I would drive up there on Saturday mornings and drive back either on like Sunday nights or Sunday at like two in the morning. Um, and it was definitely taking a toll on me, but it was, you know, I, I couldn't wait for game day. So it never it never showed its effects in the games, which I am very proud of myself for that. Um, my team, I feel like I feel like we were a great team. We just didn't have the opportunity to gel like we mm -hmm. wanted to. But when it was good, it was good. When we went on our runs, it was it, we were pretty unstoppable. Um, my coach was definitely Tony West. She was a blessing. Um, I, I wouldn't trade her as a coach for any of the other coaches. She was amazing. Um, and she really helped me like gain confidence as mm -hmm. far as playing as a big. Um, because going into the WBA, I didn't expect to play as a big. I kind of expected to play as a guard because I thought that, you know, as a professional, I wanted to play the only only in the guard position. Mm -hmm. But she really helped me tap into that uh, beast mode of being a, like a post player in like a stretch four. And it showed on film, it showed in the games and it really helped me. And I, I, I really actually do give her a lot of credit for that because when I went to the combine and the tryouts, I told her, I was like, please, like, don't, don't make me play post. <laughs> don't make me play stretch four. But it worked out in, in my favor and everybody else's favor. Um, yeah, it was really exciting too. Like every time I stepped out on the court, I really have a great time. And I always, you know, um, try to think that way. Like, listen, if you're not having fun, this is not where you need to be. And I always have fun playing basketball. So that's, you know, never going to change, but yeah, it was a great experience. I'm so thankful to Fatima and, uh, everybody else that was a part of the WBA. It was an amazing experience. And actually I can't wait for next year. Cause I'm definitely going to be at that one too. Yeah, that's dope. So now you, you're, I've seen you playing with F, um, X versus X, you know, yes. I've seen you got games and everything. So, so how did you learn about X versus X and um, how were you introduced? You know what? Now that, you know, that's the first time somebody's asking me how I even heard about um, X versus X. I'm pretty sure 
I heard it, you know, just through the basketball world. And um, I know that I was on Instagram one day and I saw them, you know, coming across my page and anything with basketball in it, I'm automatically stopping and screenshotting. Um, and it was an invite out to women only runs, which are, yeah. you know, very rare yes. <laughs> in Los Angeles. Um, and I was like, okay, let me go and let me check it out. I've never heard of X versus X, but I was like, it's women's basketball and it's in the middle of COVID and there's no more basketball. So I will yeah. be here. <laughs> um, so yeah, I went and then I realized I was like, wait a minute, Meta World Peace is in charge of this? And he was there and he was explaining, you know, what the app was about and what X versus X was about. And I was really just down for, you know, the cause. And um, yeah, I started going to like all the women's games and then I started going to the co-ed games and then I started, um, sh you know, wearing the gear and everything and then telling all my other girls that I was training with and playing basketball at the other runs with about it. And it just became kind of like a family. It's like mm -hmm. a really close-knit family. But at the same time, when we're on the court, it is not family vibes. We are going to war. Yeah. Um, but when the game is, you know, all said and done, we're back to being a family and just helping each other learn, you know, because um, X versus X is all levels of basketball. It's not just like, oh, you know, you have to be a pro to step in and play at X versus X. No, it's um, it's all levels and it's really just reaching out and it's all about community. It's all about love and basketball and growth. And it's it's just an amazing thing. And I'm so grateful that again, you know, throughout the midst of this pandemic and everything that we have somewhere as a basketball family that we can call like home, like these are, these are my runs. These are my, this is my home. This is my family. Uh, it's, it's an amazing thing. So yeah, grateful to the X versus X fam for starting that up. Yeah, that's dope. That seems like you have a pretty good experience with X versus X so far. I so do. like, so has, has participating in the X versus X runs improved your level of play as well? Absolutely. Um, I feel like, oh, so I train every day in Chatsworth and right after that, the X versus X games would you would usually start and I would make sure that whatever I worked on in training that I would work on at the X versus X runs. And it was like, um, it was just like a, a second day of training, but you had it on real defense, you know? Yeah. So um, it definitely helped me improve on my game. And also there was other girls there that, you know, play just as well better you know than I do that I could learn from um and also the guys as well like there's pro players that play in the X versus X and they teach me um things that you know I don't know and all the networking and the connections that you can make it yeah it really did help me improve my game and my communication skills because yeah. networking is important Yes, exactly. And that's funny because um you you did say Earl, you did you did just say about the community of X versus X. So speak on that um community. Like have you gained any new um friendships, professional relationships by participating with uh X versus X? Yes. So I actually I met a few um pro players who have put me into contact with um like agents and everything of that sort and um uh uh videographers who were able to get me filmed that I was able to send off to other agents. Mm -hmm. um, I was able to uh, get modeling gigs from, you know, clothing lines, like, you know, the Panda's friend from Ron Artest. And uh, I was able to meet with like people who are into marketing and people who are into all types of things that I've never even tapped into or even realized would be beneficial in the basketball world. 
Um, so yeah, I got to meet a lot of a lot of people from a lot of different backgrounds, a lot of different places who've been all over the world, who've played professionally. Um, and also just hearing their stories, even if I'm not getting something physically out of it, hearing their stories is, is already enough to encourage me to, you know, shoot for the stars. So I'm blessed even to be in the same room as them, you know, having conversations about being a professional and all that yeah. type of stuff. Cool, cool, cool. So do you see um, X versus X as a platform where, you know, you can use to further your semi-pro career or even professional career in basketball? Absolutely. I think I can definitely use um, X versus X to further my career, whether that's, like I said, whether that's being on the court and playing basketball and getting that film and getting out of there, or whether it's, you know, talking to a lot of the people that are in charge, like Heidi, like Ron, like all the cameramen, mm -hmm. whether it's using it and taking that lane through there so that after basketball, I can have a sense of what I want to do. Because whatever I do, I do want it to be centered around basketball. So whether it's, you know, getting into videography like them or getting into marketing or getting into journalism, like some of the guys that are up there doing, um, I always have that option of, you know, being able to reach out and be like, hey, can you teach me about that? Um, so yeah, I can definitely use X versus X to further my career on yeah, the court and off the court. That's dope, that's dope. So final question. Who's the best player? Um, who's the best female player? X versus X. Now I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, no, <laughs> no, just <laughs> now give me your give kidding. me your top five. Give me your top five, male or female five. You can mix it up. Co-ed top five X versus X players. Oh my goodness, top five. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, can I do like a starting five? You do starting five. Yeah. Okay, for sure, for sure. Well, of course, if I do a starting five, I have to throw myself through the equation. I just got to because I want to play. <laughs> so I'm going to put myself in there as a power forward because, uh, yeah, I feel like I can really show show my game off uh, with being a power forward. Um, you know what? As a five, I'm going to have to throw my homegirl, Monica, Monica okay. Hanna. She is one of the most powerful post players I have ever met. And she gives. She gives me, uh, as she would say, buckets in the post. So I would love to have her as a post player. Um, as a shooting guard, let's see. Okay, so there's there's a guy that plays there. His name is Steven. And I call him Shooter. I actually don't even know his last name because I call him Shooter. So um, he has a, a shot and he knocks it down every time. And it kind of amazes me. So I would definitely take him as shooting guard. Let's see. Then we have point guard and guard. Oh my goodness, this is this is kind of hard. Ah, okay. So my girl Star, remarkable Carter is her real name, but we call her Star. Um, I would definitely take her as a two guard because um, she's actually a big guard. She's really okay. strong and she can get to the basket. And I've been I've been training with her. So as far as communication, we are head to head. Mm. Um, and then point guard. Dun 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 dun. Mm, that's a hard one. There's so many great guards out there. There's so many great guards. But you know what? There's a guy named Frazier who goes crazy. And um, he's really hype, and I love his energy. So I would definitely take him as a point guard any day. Um, also, he has fun in the game, and you just love to see it. And you always want positivity on the court. So, yeah, yeah. you know what? I feel like with that five right there, we'd be pretty set. It's hard to handle. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, okay, cool, man. So thank you, thank you, thank you very much for coming on the show today, man. I really appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's a blessing to be on here. Yes. And uh, I was really excited when you asked me. So yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've been trying to do this for a minute now. I was like, let me get the, the ladies. I want the ladies of X versus X on the yeah. people that I've seen. Like you hooped in a in a dress. Uh, like oh, a yeah. jersey skirt. I, was, I was like, oh it was a Nike skirt. Yeah, that was so dope. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually I love to blend uh like the modeling world and the basketball world. Yeah. So you know, totally polar opposites. I love to blend them together. So whether yeah. that's hooping in a skirt or showing up to like the fashion shows and Nike slides. Um, I just, I love to blend it all together. <laughs> That's so dope. That's so dope. So um, plug your, your social media. So all the listeners and viewers can follow you. Absolutely. All right. You guys can follow me on Instagram at bald, Barbie underscore bald, like a bald head, not like a basketball. <laughs> uh, you can also follow me on Twitter. Same at bald, Barbie underscore. All right, and I'm Daniel Artest. You can follow me at Daniel Artest Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Also, follow the podcast network, 265 Media, on Instagram and Twitter as well. And also on all your social media platforms, you can follow X versus X Sports. I'm Daniel Artest. That's Chelsea Phillips, aka Bull Barbie in the building. And we are out of here. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>